A final vote on coronavirus relief could come today in the Senate. I'm Pam Huso, Fox News. Until then, senators who have been up all night will continue to vote on amendments, most of them brought by Republicans who are trying to rein in what the GOP calls a progressive wish list. It's not a pandemic relief bill. This is a no-holds-barred pork barrel spending bill. There's more pork in this than all the barbecue joints in Tennessee combined. Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty. I think this is what the American people want. And as you know, this bill is extremely popular with Democrats, with Republicans, and with independents. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Moments from now, the Senate's top Democrat, Chuck Schumer, is expected to hold a briefing. As several states start to lift mask mandates, a new national study shows the mandates can slow the spread of the virus. The study also finds indoor dining can increase cases and deaths. He says he never knew he was making anybody uncomfortable, but growing numbers of both Republicans and Democrats are urging New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign over allegations of sexual harassment. Former aide Charlotte Bennett calls him a textbook abuser. He lets his temper and his anger rule the office, but he was very sweet to me for a year in the hopes that maybe one day when he came on to me, I would think, we were friends or that it was appropriate. Bennett appearing on this morning on CBS. An historic meeting between Pope Francis and Iraq's top Shiite cleric has led to a declaration by the country's prime minister. March 6th is now a national day of tolerance and coexistence. The two religious leaders attended an interreligious gathering today at the traditional birthplace of Abraham, who's revered by Muslims, Jews, and Christians. America's listening to Fox News. Friends always give it to you straight. This smells like pure politics. This is a huge story all over the country. And nobody's uh, talking about it on television except us. Watch Fox and Friends weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel. I'm Ben Dominich, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast, premiering on the Fox News Podcast Network, with the first episode available March 8th. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, foxnewspodcast.com, or wherever you download your podcasts. This new show will feature deep-dive interviews with newsmakers and some of your favorite Fox News analysts. I hope you'll join me. Subscribe to the Ben Dominich Podcast, premiering March 8th. I'm Tucker Carlson. I'm coming to Fox Nation very soon. Original documentaries that get deeper into the issues that actually matter. Tucker Carlson Originals. Also a regular podcast. It's coming soon, and it's only on Fox Nation. The extremist group Al-Shabaab is believed to be behind another bloody attack in Somalia's capital. Last night, at least 20 people were killed when a vehicle packed with explosives rammed into a popular restaurant. A new study shows record rates of mail-in voting in 2020 did not tip the scales either way. This study, conducted in part by researchers at Stanford University, says the record rates of mail-in voting in the 2020 election did not help Democrats, nor did it lead to an increase in voting. The study says any advantage gained by one group more likely to vote via mail was offset by the same percentage being less motivated to go to the actual polls. The research suggests the record turnout seen in 2020 was actually the voters' motivation to participate. In another study, conducted in part by Emory University, the data showed that states which encouraged mail-in voting showed 
showed a sharp increase in voter turnout, but that turnout did not favor a particular political party. John Saucier, Fox News. It's a challenging time for marijuana dispensaries in Portland, Oregon. Officials say they've been dealing with a surge of robberies, most likely because they're an all-cash business. Over the past year, more than 125 dispensaries have been robbed or burglarized. That's according to Oregon's Liquor Control Commission. For the most part, spectators won't be watching when Alaska's famous sled dog race gets going today. 47 mushers scheduled to begin their trek on the Iditarod Trail, a dramatically lower number than usual because of coronavirus travel protocols. This year's 49th iteration of the famous sled dog race won't have its ceremonial start in Anchorage. Rather than restart at the usual checkpoint of Willow Lake, the 2021 race will restart at Deshka Landing. The Iditarod Trail Committee putting together what is called the Golden Trail Loop that will utilize portions of the traditional southern race route with racers facing notorious sections like Dalzell Gorge and Farewell Burn twice. That's Fox's Matt Napolitano. Napa know-how. Same-day pickup and next-day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. Your day weather forecast is brought to you by Bob Ruart Motors, the easiest purchase you will ever make. All roads lead to BobRuartMotors.com. May see a slight uptick in winds throughout the day across southeastern Wyoming. Otherwise, we'll have sunny skies and beautiful early spring weather. Temperatures will be a degree or two either way of 60. Tonight, going to be fair, clear, light winds and lows in the upper 20s, low 30s. For Sunday, we'll crank it up to the lower and mid-60s, keeping the sunshine low Sunday night near 30. I'm day weather meteorologist Don Watzel. Good morning, good morning. Nick the Motor Guy back here on CarGab for another weekend of CarGab on AM650 KGAB. And with me, I have Drag kicking and screaming out of his bed. He's not usually past his first cup of coffee at this time on a Saturday morning. But Doug Arnold is here to hang with me this morning. And that means we'll probably, believe it or not, we'll be talking some cruise nights and other things, I'm sure. Well, that's the plan, Nick. I I uh, I don't just get drug out of bed for nothing. <laughs> and uh, I did have my cup of coffee, though, so... You look a lot more awake than PJ ever does by this time of the show. Well... Even yeah. after I take him down for a chorizo burrito down at the Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah. It's about the only way I could get his eyes pried open at this time <laughs> in the morning. Uh, uh, I don't know. That probably put me to sleep I'd, if I ate, a, ate one of those chorizo burritos down there. <laughs> I'd have to go take a nap after that. <laughs> well, that, that could be an age thing. That could be... 
age 17 versus age 50-ish. Exactly. exactly. No, it's like, oh, it's nice there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, we're, we're going to talk some cruise nights, and we would love to have people join in on this discussion. Um, Doug and myself were somewhat instrumental in initiating the the rebirth of cruise nights and then the community took over and made it amazing um almost a year ago april the 18th last year yeah april the 17th you and charles Dallin were chatting on the facebook page and i stuck me or in and well here yeah. we are <laughs> yeah just uh it's miraculous how it happened because it was just a kind of a simple post on, on facebook Yep, and uh, we were. It's it was on. Uh, I can't remember the site that it was on. You're from Cheyenne, if you remember. Was it with remember remember yeah. remembering yeah. Cheyenne or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it's a good yeah. page. It's got yeah. some interesting stuff on it. A lot of back in the day stuff, and uh, I think one of us. I I don't remember which one of us said uh, post or uh, put a comment on that. It said, "Boy, wouldn't it be great if we could cruise again?" It was you or Charles, because it was me Charles. who went, "Oh heck yeah, we need yeah. to do that." And yeah, and Charles was like, "Well, or, I think he, I think I said it," and then Charles said something to the effect of, "Well, what about this Saturday?" When it, this was on Thursday, Friday. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was really a day before, literally. Yeah, and I said, "Do you mind if I steal this idea and run with it on yeah. this show?" And yeah. Yeah, and it was it was fun. I remember I started getting all these uh, these text mess or not text messages, but in, um, Facebook messages from some guy named Nick. You know, and I knew I knew the guy, but I just I'm like who's this Nick guy? He's bothering me. He, if you want to do it, go ahead and do it. I mean, just, uh, right, whatever you want. So, so anyway, I did. So he did, yeah. and then, uh, and it made uh, it kind of made history. You know, I think and I think we uh, had a had a really good first night that we really well that that was hilarious i mean i remember saying next year with we were ah, 30 or 40 people right this, yeah. that'll be fun and i know some of you have heard this story before but it, it's it's just something that i think well i don't think i know both of us are immensely proud of yeah um it has now grown as these things do and started to um evolve the charity piece evolved itself and yeah. 40 close to forty thousand dollars later yeah. um doug and i actually got ahead of it this year and we got all the charities chosen which will take an awful lot of stress <laughs> yeah that's that's oh. for sure because we kind of did it week by week yeah last year and i don't know if you remember nick i don't think this was in the count but the very first charity we did was a food drive and yep. we, and we filled charles dolan's pickup up 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 yeah to pa past the top of the bed with uh, food to donate to uh what was, was uh to go to needs or st joe's needs i think it was needs yeah yeah and uh, they just stood out there and people drove by and started putting food in that back of that truck it was it was, it was wonderful it yeah. is such a classic example for me of how great this community is yeah you gotta, um, mention, you gotta mention debbie in there too because that was her idea was the food right drive. was the food drive but i think that was the second or third week because yeah it was well the first week we just did i think the second week was actually where i kind of got the idea on the charities and yeah. it was a young lady from the ms society they had had to cancel their ms walk because of right. the COVID thing and they said well you know we can have a whole bunch of people standing on a you know sitting and parking or driving past this parking lot right. go and stand on the corner and let's 
advertise your bit on the radio show and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly went, oh, here's a thought, and here we are. This This looks good. And remember, they all showed up in all their orange gear. I mean, they were bright orange, those guys. Yeah, it was. They they, uh, set the bar pretty good, the first first group that did it. And uh, it really, from that point on, we just built on that. and and everybody did well and uh i again it was it was fun to watch people well such as yourself um walk over to a charity whatever name it was not having a clue what they did yeah and to me the of course the money's incredibly important particularly now but the awareness building yeah i mean how many charities did you find about that you now would uh, are interested in i've got to talk right. to people about oh a lot of them um i knew of most of them right but i didn't really know what they all did i didn't know what their main goal was and uh so in order to put that up and post it on our on our event on the on the page i had to obviously find out do some research so so it was really eye-opening for me um how many charities there are and how much information there is out there on the web yeah Um, even on even for local just the local charities that uh that the things that they do and some of those charities nick are just run by a few people just a, a couple of people getting together and they run it and they do these events and when the pandemic came along they couldn't they just couldn't do their their events so they had no way for that whole year really for the most to raise money to 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 to, to help their mission whatever the mission may be right exactly and so what better way to do it um first off to get cars out for cruise night was easy yeah it was easy in fact it built up in, in a very short time it built up so fast that it was we were just awestruck at how many cars there were well and, and we've people. been in and we've been in the car industry between the two of us a long time longer than either of us really want to think about but probably. in this town i mean you're right. well ahead of me but i'm now 30 plus years right and i'm probably uh, oh it's 29 plus years yeah. i guess I, I started at uh walton motor company which is the ford dealer the original ford dealer in cheyenne since 1923 yeah where were they there was down on 19th and pioneer okay so but uh anyway they uh i worked there and i started working there in 1975 and i've been in the car business since in one way or another in one form or another yeah i mean we all change how how we i mean there's been times i've got i even did insurance for a while yeah yeah got over that pretty quickly um you however did not (laughs) yeah no i've been i've been doing insurance for 25 almost 24 but years. it's been a but yours is a, a very interesting and very challenging side right right um which uh it's not just it's i shouldn't say just because max will be listening and throwing things at me but yeah. it's you're not on the sales side no no I'm, I'm i'm an insurance adjuster i help people get back on their feet and yeah you know we, we it's really it used to be i went to, from door to door or you know went out on the field and worked and my territory was uh, half of wyoming so you know how big that was i'd go i'd drive all day and do two claims yeah absolutely and uh, you know then now i'm virtual i'm a virtual total loss adjuster i do i do total losses virtually which means i look at them on video and and photos and and that's it yeah wow 
Yeah, it certainly has changed. The, the internet has changed a bunch because, of it course, has. again, I, I, when I first got here, it was fledgling. I mean, nobody yeah. could have imagined where it Well, I'm yeah. sure people did imagine because they're the guys who made all the money on the internet. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, <laughs> if you'd like to join Doug and I this morning, 632-6500. 632-3323 is our second line. And for those listening out of the area on kgab.com, one 503 6500. Let's jump to the first call of the day. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Hi, my name's Anne, and I am taking some classes at LCCC and Auto Body. And I take the night classes now through Life Enrichment. Great. So yeah, thanks. I'm enjoying it. I'm 63 years old, and um, I've got some old cars, and I want to pick them up. Wonderful. Anyway, I. I've heard from a couple people that um, LCCC is possibly going to stop the auto body classes. I I do not believe that is uh, any fact at all. In fact, I had LCCC CDL program on here just last week, including um, the instructor and one of the coordinators for those programs. I do not believe. I, I don't believe that's true. Okay. Well, that's I, I will be happy to find out. I uh, have a couple of very good contacts. I've been involved in, uh, as many shop owners are in this town, in those programs out there because they're incredibly important to our industry. Um, I just, the way LCCC and Dr. Schaefer have looked at ways to help businesses such as mine, where we're struggling for technicians, struggling for bringing youngsters in, and this is all trades, be it mechanics, be it auto body, be it truck drivers, HVAC, whatever. LCCC has made a focus of that, and I would be just very, very surprised to find that's true. Well, I talked to my uh, instructors, I heard it. He said he heard the but too. Well, I will. I, I'll be happy to reach out to um, one of the heads of that organization and ask, and I'll, I'll let you know on the show. But I, I, I guess it could happen. But I just would be very surprised, knowing the uh, focus that's been put on the trades by L Triple C as a whole. Okay, I just thought I'd bring it up since I'd heard it so. Well, I appreciate it, and I'll be sure to follow up on it. Thank you very much, and I enjoyed listening to your um, show on the weekends, and hopefully you can join in on the Saturday night. Uh, um, come out cruising? We would yeah. love to have you. When you come out, come and find one of us. We'd love to meet you in person. All right, thanks. I'm trying to do some... Uh, we have on my 1985 Toyota Celica. Cool. There you go. That's a those that, that that was a dream car of mine as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. Great car. Thanks for the call. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that would be. That would be surprising. I'm yeah. going I'm to reach out because certainly that was not. Yeah, I, I've never. I haven't heard that. I, I, I hadn't heard it either. You know, I suppose. You know how scuttlebutt is, though. Oh yeah, the the, the smoke signals in Cheyenne are still pretty strong. They are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what I've learned is, is sometimes you'll be listening to something or you'll be just listening or you're in a group of people you may not know many of them they may not know you and you suddenly hear them something talk about that you're intimately familiar with right. and know that it's completely an utter rubbish what they're saying right right Managed to hold back that were you proud of me yeah you did, you did hold back good man yeah the fcc kept could kept me kept me uh, sort of mugged there rubbish. anyway <laughs> let's jump to line two good morning you're on car gab morning nick good morning this is jerry and green hello jerry how are you good i had called a few weeks ago um, the army national guard is committed Every time I change the oil in my 2017 F-150, the uh, they call it the Intelligent Oil Life Monitor, uh, you know, the onboard oil mm -hmm. life calculator. It was, when I do the math, it would come up with a shorter and shorter maximum oil life if I were to run it out to zero, and I, I couldn't figure out what was going on, and I, I uh, finally stumbled across some advice where this fellow said that uh, even if you just park the vehicle and don't move it an inch, that there's a clock that'll keep ticking off percentage of oil life, and so that at the end of a year, it'll show zero oil life remaining. And I tested that. I, I parked it in the garage for four days, which comes out to roughly a little less than 1%, or a little more than 1% of, uh, of a year, and, uh, and it, had, it had gone down 1% uh, of oil life. So, okay. Well that, but what's your opinion? I mean, is that legit that, that even if the oil just sits there and you don't put any miles on it, that, it, that the oil's degrading enough that it needs changed at the end of a year? No, it, it isn't. However, it has always been part of kind of industry standards, and this goes back some time, uh, that oil should be changed at least once a year in a vehicle. So I think that's where that is coming from. Um, in the with less with in the old I guess the old days quotation marks um, oils could start to separate but it's just not something you see with these new synthetic base oils I even if I only put a thousand miles I've got a couple of cars which I don't put a lot of miles on a year um, but I do tend to once I'm through the driving season i.e. September, October, I do drop the oil out of those. Um, do I need to? Yeah, no, probably not. But it's something that I have always done, and I like to know that there's nice, clean, fresh oil sitting around my four or $5,000 crankshaft while it sits in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> so, legitimate, I, I'm, I'm sure that's where it's coming from, is oil over one year, change your oil at least once a year and that has been and that's not just uh, an oil change company or a mechanic that makes money by you changing your oil or autozone or napa who makes money by selling you oil that has kind of been a standard throughout the industry for about as long well as long as i've been around it's what they say nick yeah, and, but we don't know who the heck they are. So. Well, this is actually something. If you look in most of the manuals, I know if you look in any power sports as well, they all say, you know, this interval, 3,000 miles or at least once a year. Yeah. And that's in just about every scheduled maintenance that I've read. I can't think of any that haven't been. Yeah. 
Anyway. Okay. Can I ask a battery question? Absolutely. We got the battery expert, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. We'll come up with something. <laughs> well, I, I heard somebody recommend that if you want to get the absolute maximum tip-top performance out of your 12-volt auto battery, that um, when you buy a brand new one, you should charge it up before you ever install it. And I, I think, practically speaking, that probably almost never happens. But uh, what, what's your opinion of that? 100% yes. I agree. 100% yes. And you are 99.5% correct that yes, it almost never happens. Except in power sports. Because power sports shops are very aware of how expensive those little batteries are. Um, and we charge all of them before they leave the store. So if somebody buys a battery, we'll put it on charge. I'll give strict instructions. Don't just bolt this into the motorcycle UTV, ATV. But I actually am a great believer in that. Also, in vehicles that sit for any period of time, your best friend is a battery tender. Okay. Um, I have uh, machines that have lived on battery tenders where I can get 12 and 14 years out of a battery. Uh, and ones that haven't will typically last three to five. Hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Well, thank you, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Goodbye, gentlemen. Take care, Jerry. Bye-bye. And let's jump over to... Actually, no. We're going to put line one on hold because I just looked and obviously I've been flapping my lips too much because it's already 9.25. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on AM650 KGAB. National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Yep. Composed of hundreds so, of thousands I mean, of citizen soldiers from all yeah. walks of life. And in every quarter of America, of people, the Guard you know, they, is always ready to respond to local or national suggested. emergencies. Right. The I Army National the Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's yeah. 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state's National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency no. responses said, include search and rescue you know, missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane or tornado recovery, so and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. So, we are so always ready. We the, are her time is going off in three and months. in every state and territory, no. we stand she, guard for our communities. Yeah, to learn more, log on to nationalguard.com. Sponsored but by the Wyoming then, Army National Guard. Well, that might be because it was a shoulder on a fat fill. No word in the English language. That might be programmed into the yeah, algorithm. Yeah. On the initial one. I, I would think. They're pretty intelligent. They are more and more. I mean, now, they're now looking at engine RPM, sustained RPM, temperature that the vehicle is running. I mean, it will actually change. Because as you remember, you always had the standard and severe service. The oil monitors can actually now adjust for what they what it sees as a severe service. I yeah. can probably hit the green from here. No, there's oil sitting, new oil sitting in an engine. Yeah, it sits on the shelf. Can I get a mulligan? Yeah, no, I I know it's just Ready like with the shelf. Yeah, I need sure rubber, maybe a thousand fifty. Yeah, we always sober. We drain the oil. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Yeah. Probably but of course, okay. they also can get diluted okay. with fuel, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. With modern fuel drinking, injection, that's the problem. Call a cab, a car, or a friend. Typically, buzz driving is. is drunk driving. But, but also, brought with, to you by the, NHTSA and with a race engine, the tolerances are completely well, different we as well. Wonder. 
AM650, KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on CarGap. We are uh, just, well, we're chatting about oil now and batteries and everything else. Let's see who is on line one. Good morning, you're on CarGap. Hey, buddy. Oh, no, we don't, we don't want this one. Do we want this one? Yeah, let's take Let's take this one. Let's take this one. Uh, you I know, like I, I, we did we did truck drivers last week. We don't need another one on this week. Who's that? Hey, do you want to know something? Then I got something great for you. <laughs> here, here. How about a little worthless knowledge? Do you know where the word scuttlebutt came from? I uh, no, yes, sure, Jeremy. Is it something I can play on this, or do I need to hover hover over the dump button? No, I'm I'm. I, I don't know. I thought maybe you would know. I was looking for a little worthless knowledge. Scuttlebutt. Well, you could Google it, but I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> Go ahead. What What is it? No, I don't I don't know. I was hoping oh, you would I, tell me. You're the English expert. I mean, come on. I am not the English expert. I just tried to speak the language more correctly than the rest of you. What's the word? Oh, what's, I get it. What's I the word? word? I get it. Hey, you know what you guys should do, though? What? Uh, Doug, do you remember back in the day in Cheyenne where people used to go out with their hot rods and cruise up and down the road? You know, I, uh, And they cruise downtown. I, I kind of <laughs> remember. I, I think I remember that. I think. Like, that would be a good idea if it, we could get that started again. I think you're right. It would and I don't know. A great idea. And, you know. I don't know how that could ever happen. Well, I don't either. It's just, um, I think what you should do is you should go on, you know that, that new fangled thing called Facebook? Do you have that? Uh, well, I'm, I'm still on MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your space is getting smaller and smaller. Yes, and smaller. it is. The walls of that cap are closing in. <laughs> the good thing is, is that I'm not claustrophobic at all. <laughs> You're not. So, no. Well, you're a bass player. You're just, you're just, space is. I can sleep in a coffin. You're, 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 well, yeah, eventually you will. Uh, for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. What's the word scuttlebutt? Scuttlebutt. Yeah, I, I, I don't know scuttlebutt, I must admit. But I, I will maybe in this break. I will try to look it up. Human Services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the US Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Els encourages you to learn the signs of autism at autismspeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no Mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting. Just to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast.
especially about Dad's drinking. It drove me crazy. It got so bad, I couldn't do my homework. I couldn't concentrate. I absolutely refused to let any of my friends come to our house for any reason. I would have been humiliated if anyone found out how much my dad drank and how loud my mom screamed at him. My family went from totally crazy to quiet, calm, and even peaceful. The only thing that happened is my mom started going to Al-Anon family groups. Her relationship with my dad really changed. I asked mom if she would take me to her Al-Anon meetings or to Alateen. I wanted to see if I could have a better relationship with my dad. I'm sure glad I did. If someone's drinking troubling you, you might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon or Alateen family group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-ALANON or go to alanon.org. Six fifty KJB Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gab. Uh, we uh, well, I'm with uh, Doug Arnold, the 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 the, uh, the cruise guy who does all the videos on Facebook. Uh, we we were the ones who kind of caused the, uh, the 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 fun or started the fun. We didn't cause it because it was caused by the community, which was awesome. Right. So we're going to talk cruising, but we're also going to talk about anything else you'd like to call about. We've got lots of calls coming in, which is wonderful. Keep them coming. I'm going to grab line two here first. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Are you there? Hey, Nick. Yeah, hey, hi. I got gotcha. you. Hey, hey, Nick and Doug, it's Rob Johnson. Hello, Rob. Hey, Rob. So I went and I drove the old strip the other day. And then I went and I drove the, the new proposed uh, okay, okay. to 24th over to Central and down to Lincoln Way. And, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more, I would say, probably parking on, on the new proposed area. The, the few questions that I came up with is, uh, one, will these businesses be receptive to people parking in their lots, uh, you know, given liability issues, things like that? Right now, with the, the big state lot, we've got uh, Brenda, who has organized a group to, to clean up clean yep. each Sunday. So, you know, there, that was the question. And then the other question was, as a owner of a nonprofit, uh, where were you guys thinking about putting the nonprofits for them to uh, collect their money? So we had not even... Uh touched that yet because it was purely and these weren't ideas that came for us it was from other people um 
and it was just after discussion. The reason we put the post out there was, and I, I'll be honest with you, Rob, I caused this problem. Um, I went to uh, Mayor Collins because I wanted to make sure that he was aware that we were intending to keep this going. Hopefully, continue to bring lots of people into downtown on a Saturday night. And he was very, very receptive to it. He um, does have the challenge, and I don't mean this in a rude way in any shape or form, of a new police chief who is not aware of what's gone on, what's happened previously. Um, a lot of the leadership at Shan Police Department that was here last year is going to be gone um, when the new chief arrives, because the interim chief is now leaving Fried Ho Springs, and of course, Brian Kozak is no longer involved at that level. So... I have talked to some of the officers who were downtown with us last uh, last summer. Um, they are positive about it. They see it as a good thing for the community. They just need to um, see both sides of the coin because they, they still, at some point, and I realize there could be some who disagree with me on this, but please hear me out. Um, they, they still are responsible for keeping the community safe and, you know, hopefully we never have somebody who gets completely stupid but they've got to be aware of the risks that's what they do um so it's not a case of them saying oh this can't happen they are all extremely supportive of it um as is mayor collins so um when we put the post up there were some posts that were very negative towards that and I want to make sure that I kind of stomp on that right away because it's not fair on him. He was not negative to me at all. What he was doing was being a, a responsible leader to make sure that as many people were kept happy as possible. Well, and, and I understand that. I mean, you know, I've, I've been a first responder for... Indeed. Probably <laughs> I want to talk about. Um. Yeah, about as long as uh, Doug and I have been in the car business. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I understand we've we've had some some idiots out there that you know think it's fun to roll call or or to do burnouts through the intersection. I just I think we need to I don't know maybe get the new police chief down there, some of the new heads with the with the Cheyenne PD, and see if we can't work out a solution. Uh, and we, we are take care of the, the, the complaints. You know, the complaints are minimal. Um, yeah. I, and you are 100% right. And in fact, one of the things that Doug and I are working on right now and have been actually all week, and I will be getting a hold of you on this. You know what I'm saying, honey? I will be getting a hold of you on this. Is the. Well, um, okay. Hang on a I second. Can take the um, I, I'll be getting a hold of you on this. Uh, is a, a committee um, which will. Uh, help um, control any concerns from the city, from residents, from CPD, uh, which we can then help answer. So there is kind of a, a, a central point of contact rather than Doug and I trying to run our businesses and not pull our hair out with cruise nights. Yeah, let me, let me interject something here yeah. too, with Rob, is uh, we really don't want to try to really change the route of the cruise night um in fact nick and i don't really want to change the location of the cruise night but we also want to try to be good citizens so to speak and and try to work with let the the, the authorities know that we're willing to work with them to try to 
find an alternative if we had to. And uh, you know, we I did the same thing you did. I I drove the I I drove the strip, uh, the new strip, the old strip, and uh, I call it the new strip. But I don't really. We've always kind of said all along that you cruise where you want to cruise. Here's the route that we typically take, but you don't have to do that. If you want to go up and down Lincoln Way, you're good to go yeah. up and down Lincoln Way. Well, you just had this central location that just kind of became the central location. If you remember, it just kind of started, and uh, even the first night, it wasn't even at that parking lot. No. It was someplace else. Yep. So it, mm-hmm. and we liked yeah, that parking lot. I think they met up at... Uh well, it was the Gold's Gym over there on Cary. Yeah, I, there were several places where uh, there was Gold's yeah. Gym. There were a whole bunch of people that were meeting up yeah. in the Burger Inn parking lot. The Mopar guys were over there. Yeah, um, you know they always have to be different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think there were a few of those. Corv- <laughs> I think there was those few of those weird, strange Corvette guys. They met in another place, probably secretive because they're very secretive about their very special cars. Well, we don't want our car getting dented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was they, they were. Yeah. Maybe they met in like a, a Home Depot or something near the bathtubs, the other fiberglass stuff. <laughs> hey, come on, Nick. Come on, okay, Nick. well, I'm just digging out. He, yeah, he knows know. I'm kidding. Well, I, I like Corvettes too. He's I like Corvettes as well. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> actually, anyway. what I'm really hoping is Ryan and Neil Whitehead are listening right now because I'll probably uh, they'll hey. probably try to run me over as I walk out of the studio. <laughs> that, that could happen because they know where you're at. Right? They know where I'm at. But uh, Rob, I, I tell you, I really, I really appreciate your input on on this. And you know, I know a lot of people kind of took it, a lot of people kind of took it wrong when we posted. I think that we were trying to end it, and and that the city was trying to end it. That that's, that's not true. Not at all. No. the way it worked out. We just, and it's hard you know, to. I mean, I know that over my multiple decades of cruising in Cheyenne, that you know it. It has changed. Um, we used to have the Owl Inn. We yeah. had it going way out south. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you know, change is inevitable. I understand that. But yeah, I'm I'm more than willing to help you guys with you know coming to solutions to make this even better and better than it has been. That'd be great. Well, anyway, um, I think. Uh, We'll probably be giving you a call, Rob. I mean, yeah, we, we'll, we will be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for oh, another. Hey, yeah. Uh, I still have your motorcycle. You still have my motorcycle? Oh, the, oh the, uh, the the old KZ750 that was there? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I got, I'll, I'll get with you. Okay. All right. All right. The, 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 somebody else call in. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for the call, my friend. Thanks, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye. And let's jump to line one. Good morning. You're on Cogap. Well, greetings from your friendly neighborhood domestic terrorist. Hello, kids. How are you? Not too awful bad. I was going to, well, actually, three things. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you had your Compassion Cheyenne week. Yes. Okay, yeah, we had well, Ty Warner put... on and the the lovely Olivia with her song. Okay, well, I was going to say uh, there's a saying by one of those uh, racist white crackers that uh, the uh, new Ministry of Truth is trying to erase Mark Twain. May the wise crack that uh, kindness is a language the deaf can hear and the blind can read. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Any other uh, gems for me this morning? <laughs> well, actually, I was going to point out uh, that uh, your friend Jeremy, if he's not passing gas, he's breaking wind. That's that is so true, and I'm sure he has heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I, 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 I didn't. If it wasn't observed before, it probably won't be really lost on anybody. Oh, a possible making money-making opportunity for your charities. Uh, print up a bunch of stickers that say "Dead Votes Don't Count" and sell them. Oh, Bumper yeah, there stickers. you go. I think somebody's already doing that one, but maybe. Oh, okay. well, but we'll see. We'll 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 push that out to the committee. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it, it 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 just might work. Just my anyway, book. that's 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 kind of sort of about it. We're, we're I'm kind of barely hanging in out here. You know, it's the uh, uh, if you're not getting shot at and missed, you're getting shot at and hit. Right. So, well, yeah, and uh, of course, uh, you, you're you're up there. You're still probably pretty chilly, aren't you? Uh, a little bit, but not not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I'm I'm praying that Skitz's axiom does not hold true with Cruise Knights and your I, uh, new new police chief. I don't think it will. I I think he. I, from all I'm hearing, he's very much a. Um, he's positive about the community community events. I mean, he's aware of some of the things that go on here. Friday nights on the plaza, things like that, have been massively successful. I. I, I People are going to cruise whether um, Doug and I are around and I'm chatting about it on the radio show and we have charities involved. People are going to cruise anyway. That is something that is going to happen. In no way did we ever start out to control this. We, it just happens. And it's, and it's been fun. And what we'd like as, to do is make it, is sustain it. Should. it. Yeah. As it should. And I, uh, I'm, uh, May this continue in one form or another? Yep. I have noticed that there are people that no matter what you do, they are going to complain. You, know, you can come up with the most positive idea, and there's somebody going to throw up a counter effort at it. You, you, you do not, you, what the rationale behind this sort of thing is actually escapes me uh it's a phenomenon i've observed all my life oh absolutely and, and I, when doug was uh, we were both chatting about some of the facebook posts last week and some of them were well were difficult to read i read them anyway yeah um as did doug and we chatted about it and i said you know at the end of the day 90 percent of them were positive they they're happy they want to be involved they're saying whatever happens we will continue to be involved um and I said to Doug, you know, there's other posts. Well, it's kind of holds with that old thing of uh, no good deed gets unpunished. Yeah, that's right. Hey, just it is. It just is what it is. Hey, Skits. This is Doug. Yes. This is Doug. I don't, I don't ever get to talk to you. You're usually first, and then I come on after you. Um, oh. <laughs> I can't wait till you okay. say I, I want you to say what you usually say because it, it, it cracks me up when you, when you sign off. Oh, <laughs> Well, I, there's a several between two. Flush twice, it's a long way to Washington. I love that one. <laughs> and dead votes don't count. Votes uh, there's, there's another one. There's another one? Um, don't blame me, I voted for Ron Paul. Uh, another one? The Rock? 
Oh, it's better to live under a rock than to drown in a cesspool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> With that, we're going to take a break. <laughs> take twice. Take Never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same day pickup and next day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. Hi, I'm Craig Morgan. You might know me for my songs. But before I sang country music, I served in the United States Army, where I stood side by side with some of the most resilient people I've ever met. They taught me that one small act can make a big difference during tough times. If you're a veteran or service member in crisis or having thoughts of suicide, the Veterans Crisis Line can help. One conversation can save a life. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. AM650 KGA being Nick the Motor Guy back here with Car Gap with Doug Arnold talking some cruise nights, talking batteries, oil. And with cruise nights, Doug has been on a search. A search? Well, not really Doug, because Donna, who is, of course, just like in my life uh, with Brooke, uh, she's going to make the decisions. Your immediate supervisor. Yeah, immediate supervisor may have found a new vehicle for you to cruise in. Well, she she watches on Facebook a lot, and she came on the Facebook market, and uh, she found a 1990 Mercury Grand, Grand Colony Wagon. Complete with wood trim. Wood trim. Yes. Well, complete with fake wood trim. Well, yes, I realize. I mean, I, it's but, plastic wood trim, but it's... But it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. And it's 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 perfect. It's a perfect... It is a cruising car. But it's, it's almost too new. For me, it's almost too new, but the more I look at it, the more I think, man, that, that'd really be fun to have. Doug, if you look underneath that car... That thing is firmly from about 1969. It is. It's the same car. It was the same car for, you know, it might even be 68. Because <laughs> what they started to make, they made them a little smaller in 65, a little bigger yep. in 66. And then they went massive. A little bit bigger in 67, and 68 they went big. Yeah, big, big. That's And that's basically the same as the... As the uh, and they change, and over the years, they'd go from squared off lines to swoopy yeah. lines to somewhere in between lines. Yeah. They never got quite to the ugly jelly mold style of no. the of the Caprice no, no. wagons. Or, sorry, no. Mike and Loveland, if you just heard that, I'm not being rude about all your cars. Um. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the car, she showed it to me, and it's, it's, it's the right price, I think, and I, we just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet cool car yeah i don't know it's it's maybe it's just a stepping stone car well and and the thing is they they just aren't any of them around anymore wagons have suddenly you know there's none 
they're, they're on eBay because they all got scrapped. Yeah. They say for years the only thing that you wanted as an old car, if you were looking at the old vehicles, was two doors, right? Yeah. It was two door, two door, two door, two door, two door. Yeah. And so everyone turned the wagons and the four doors, and they destroyed them out in the big country in various racetracks around yeah. the country. Or demolition derby. Or demo derbies. Came up. I remember back in the seventies when I worked at at uh, the Ford dealer, there was a guy that had a seventy one. It was a Country Squire. Yep. Ford Country Squire wagon. Same thing, and right? this car was immaculate. It was green, had the darker wood trim. He took really, really good care of it. And it had a 429 in it. It was a big motor. And that vehicle was beautiful. I always loved it. Every, yep. He'd bring it in. It had Anson sprint wheels on it. You know, he it had some uh, scroll work around the door handles and around the hood. And uh-huh. It was a beautiful car. And from ever, ever since I saw that car, I thought, man, I'd about really like, like to have one like that someday. And I don't know what happened to that car. It's probably still in that guy's garage. It's probably in the Whoever garage. Whoever it was. Yep. I don't even remember who it was, but you know, he, I think he bought it at Walton Motor Company, which is what yeah, where, where it was before it was Facet Nickel, before it was Spradley. Spradley, yeah. You know? But uh, I always, always kind of like to find one. And anyway, my mom and dad had a '66 uh, Bell Air station wagon that we we would, and, and I had a pretty nice car in high school. But we liked to cruise in that car, right? Because you could get more people in. You it. get more people in. Well, it's like PJ cruising a Buick. Yeah. <laughs> Get a whole bunch of kids in that big old Buick. It's yeah, amazing. <laughs> Looks like a crowd. Looks like uh, bleachers. Yeah, it, the, well, they basically were, weren't they? Yeah, they I, were. And uh, and the wagon, I, and I don't know whether the, the 90 has them, but of course a lot of them had the rear-facing third-row seats. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I didn't look I didn't look at this one. That, it has a picture from the rear. I didn't notice whether it had a rear-facing seat or not. Donna might have noticed that, though. Yes, Donna probably would. But getting her to call into this show would be like like trying to get... It's not so happening. Ice you know, she, just she won't do it. She'll she'll comment when right. I'm on, but she won't call in. What's well, so. I, Brooke? You're trying to get Brooke in there. I have managed to get Brooke into the show one time in yeah. all these years. Yeah, and it's not probably ever going to happen again. Yeah. So I know there's people out there listening because I advertise for the whole week. Right. So. I, and the light, the light is not blinking. But you know, one of the things I've learned with this is when you start talking about something that is different, that people will listen. They yeah. stop calling. Yeah. Because um, I got worried a couple of times. I, I, man, I only got like five calls. And people would say, no, we were enjoying what you were talking about. It's yeah. like, do you know how boring it is sitting talking to yourself for an hour? It literally kills yeah. me. Yeah, especially when you're here by yourself. But you you have your best conversations with yourself, right? Well, that's some of my more intelligent ones. Yeah. 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 So, so <laughs> On that, we need to take a break. Can we come back to your... Yeah, let's, let's take a break. Push the button. We're going to push the button. We'll be right back. AM650, KGAB. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. Well, that was a quick break, but there you go. But it it also, we also got a, a call in. Yeah, we got a bite. We, we got a bite. <laughs> push the, push I, the button. I, I'm, pushing, I'm, I'm sliding. I'm sliding. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. You're on Car Gap. Yeah, you're friendly neighborhood domestic. Oh, it's you again. again. <laughs> um, 
if if you when the, your cruise night starts up, uh, uh, assuming uh, and postulating a successful uh, beginning and season and trouble free, uh, when you do, is is there a chance that you may uh, take Nancy out and put your dogs in the back of it and uh, maybe take some pictures of of uh, your puppies in the pickup and. I... Uh, Send them. Send them to you. You may have to save them because they still have my little flip phone. But just save them at some some point. I uh, will I do that. I will. To. I will take Nancy out one week, and the week I'm going to do it, I will announce it on the show so you know about it. Okay. Oh, uh, he, uh, great. I mean, that, and this is totally up to you. You know, whenever whenever it fits in with your schedule. Also. Uh, with uh, some possible upcoming developments, uh, since I don't get to uh, uh, talk to you, uh, uh, I don't get very many opportunities uh -huh. to uh, converse with you. Uh, if if it's possible, you see my uh, uh, phone number come up on your phone. Uh, you know, just I'm trying to grab it. I've been, yeah, it's just. It's a little crazy at the moment. I was actually on the road for oh, I, I, 15 I hours the other day. That. So, I do not but I will. That. I will try and get a hold of you offline. Okay, kids. Oh, that's that's great. Uh, like I said, I don't have uh, uh, too many opportunities, but uh, I will. Uh, when I do, I will avail themselves. Of All right. And, and, uh, as always, remember, it's better to live on a rock than a drown in a sense. Are you happy now, Doug? I'm happy. Thanks, man. See you, kids. We're going to grab another line. Absolutely. Take care. And let's jump over to line one. Good morning, you're on Cog App. Well, hello. I'm sitting next to a golden doodle in my car. You are? I, I and and what golden doodle with it wouldn't be a red golden doodle with a kind of a dumb looking face with it. No, he's got a cute face. <laughs> <laughs> so you are driving along. So I, for everyone, this is not a voice you recognize because, well, um, my, my uh, I'm not within five. My, my daughter Gabby um, is like a mother and usually doesn't involve herself in the strange things that her dad does. But good morning, child. Good morning. Child. I wondering, for cruise night, what car would be best for whiskey? What do you think? Well, a pickup is always the best place for a dog. And he will. I, I tell you what, we take, we bring whiskey. You bring whiskey out in a pickup. Oh, whiskey's a dog. Whiskey's a dog. Darn you don't it. drink it. I thought it was whiskey. No, he he, he is a, <laughs> a he is a dark whiskey colored dog. Yeah. Um, he's an eighty five plus pound golden doodle with the who. Uh, yes, he's he's he, he's my my daughter's keeper. I have a <laughs> I have a farm truck. She can borrow it. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Gabby, um, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to boot you off. Okay, fair enough. Just wanted to ask. All right. It's lovely to talk to you. Take care, kid. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, yeah, that is that is my daughter, Gabby, who is seen everywhere in a white Subaru with a big red dog. 
She's a big red dog. She has a big red, and he is kind of Cliffordish. That yeah. is fact. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So we got five seconds left. So we're gonna jump to the top of the hour news, and we will come back and talk about Trump. The finish line is in sight in the Senate. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. A massive bill totaling nearly $2 trillion is expected to be approved early this afternoon, despite Republican efforts to stop it. The Senate has been in session just over 25 hours. Overnight, the Senate dismissed the idea of trying to force an increase to the minimum wage into the bill, a handful of Democrats joining GOP senators in that opposition. The biggest breakthrough, though, coming when Senate Democrats agreed to a plan that would extend enhanced unemployment benefits at $300 a week through early September. Some of those benefits will now not be taxed based on your income, and it is a bit less money per week than Democrats originally had pushed for. Fox's Mark Meredith, upon passage, the bill would head back to the House. There is significant spread in Europe of the COVID-19 variant first detected in the UK, according to the World Health Organization. That surge is leading to a new round of restrictions. Twin controversies continue to dog New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, sexual harassment allegations, and an undercount of COVID-19 nursing home deaths. One of his accusers, Charlotte Bennett, calls him a textbook abuser. Bennett is one of three women to come forward with complaints about Cuomo Attention in a stations, broad Fox apology Radio, this week. Quickly, he said on he your never knew he was like making anyone uncomfortable. His office is also defending Senate itself against the, uh, reports it changed public data to make the number of nursing home deaths appear smaller. Channel, Fox Fox's Radio, Alicia Acuna. Pope Francis has celebrated Mass in Baghdad. In a tweet, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said he believes the Pope's visit will inspire hope and help promote religious harmony. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, getting schooled with Abby Hornacek. I just think they looked at the list of the companies that were most heavily shorted and decided to go for those. It's so interesting that this all happened because of a Reddit forum. Also, it just shows the power of the Internet nowadays. You know, it's, it's interesting to look at both sides of the story, too. Obviously, the Redditors really benefited off of this, but the hedge funds, not so much. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlov. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. A firearms trainer in California may need a refresher gun safety course after accidentally shooting himself during class. At least his students know how carefully they must handle their firearms now. Cops in Ceres, California say the 67-year-old man was training some students in the proper handling of guns when he accidentally shot himself in the thigh while holstering his weapon. The shooting range is owned by the city of Ceres, but cops say the man works for a firearms training company that leased the space. He was taken to the hospital where he is expected to recover. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Another on-the-job accident happened in New York, but this one was deadly. A building worker was crushed by an elevator. 
The worker was trying to retrieve a tenant's cell phone Friday afternoon after the phone apparently had fallen down the shaft. Police say 64-year-old Assistant Superintendent Kenneth Lessie and the tenant went to the basement, but when the elevator was called to another floor, Lessie was caught between the moving hoist ropes and the device around which the ropes move. Lessie was rushed to the hospital but couldn't be saved. Fox's Chris DeMeo. No matter what you do, those unwanted phone calls seem to keep on coming. If you think you were rung up by a lot more robocall scammers and spammers than usual this past election cycle, you are correct. The 2020 presidential election season elicited more scams and misinformation campaigns than ever before. So says Transaction Network Services, or TNS. Its most recent robocall investigation report says that Americans were deluged with more than eight and a quarter million robocalls, and that was on election day alone. In all, TNS analyzed a billion daily call events involving hundreds of carriers and includes consumer feedback from over a quarter million mobile devices. Karen McKee and Pam Puso, Fox News. Your day weather forecast is brought to you by Bob Ruard Motors, the easiest purchase you will ever make. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. May see a slight uptick in winds throughout the day across southeastern Wyoming. Otherwise, we'll have sunny skies and beautiful early spring weather. Temperatures will be a degree or two either way of 60. Tonight, going to be fair, clear, light winds and lows in the upper 20s, low 30s. For Sunday, we'll crank it up to the lower and mid-60s, keeping the sunshine low Sunday night near 30. I'm day weather meteorologist on Watson. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Some wisdom teeth can become impacted, which can lead to cysts, tooth decay, and gum disease. Wisdom teeth can cause crowding, painfully damaging adjacent teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination at myoms.org. We're back on CarGab on AM650 KGAB. Nick the Motor Guy with you with Doug Arnold. We've been talking cruise nights. Um, I've got into a little bit of the of the logistics piece with uh, 
with uh, Rob Johnson who called in earlier. Um, one of the things that's been a, you know, quite honestly a big challenge for Doug and myself and, uh, um, well, Debbie, uh, a wonderful lady who went out and took millions and millions and millions of pictures out there. Yeah. Um, is it, it, it but being not organized, which is kind of why we want to leave it to a great extent, but there was still needed to be kind of a central answer point for Cheyenne Police Department, for the charities, indeed for some of the cruisers, um, for some of the restaurants who said, hey, can we get information out so people come visit our restaurants and we must have again we haven't mentioned it today although doug and i always do mention it one of the reasons for getting cruise nights going and getting people downtown initially a year ago was to try and help our local independent restaurants um get business because well covid had just throttled them I uh, and uh, I know that Samford's and Two Doors Down and I think to a certain extent Tortilla Factory and some of the other guys uh, were very thankful for that business that we that was brought in by Cruise Nights um, from all over the area. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Nick. It you know, and that was one of the one of the purposes that we decided to keep it downtown we had a lot at, at the very beginning we had a lot of folks that said oh maybe we ought to do it on del range or maybe we ought to do it on pershing or maybe we ought to do it on lincoln way we had a lot of input when we first started yeah about where we were going to do it and and you know where we landed on really um we talked about it a lot on facebook and on this radio show mm -hmm. and you know a lot of people had different ideas and you know when you read through the text of the facebook um, comments and posts now there's still a lot of people that have a lot of different ideas on where to go so what we landed on was you know what cruise what you want when you want where you want yeah that's that's exactly what we preached the only from the beginning <laughs> from the beginning the only stipulations we put in it is don't drink yep don't drive don't don't, don't uh, drink and drive don't, don't drink and drive don't uh, break the law. Yeah. Know? No drag racing. No respect burnouts. each other. Respect right. the neighbors. Respect what's right. going on. Um, and and I think you know a lot of people really. I think the majority of people took that really to heart. Yeah. And for the most part, we didn't have, in comparison of, the small number of people that broke the rules that 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 caused some issues. Um, the, the police department took care of that for us. They did, and, and they we were more than happy quietly. to help them, help help them identify who was the problem children. Right, um, and I and I will do that again. I don't remember who posted it, but somebody posted on one of the comments just last two weeks. Um, you know, the, the old cliche: one bad apple yep. can spoil the whole bunch. And her her. I don't remember who it was, and I could probably find it, but she mentioned that you know we need to be flexible and we need to be good good neighbors and good yep. citizens, and do you know try to keep the keep the riffraff from being riffraff. We don't want to keep them out, but we just want we just don't want a lot of 
things that are going to endanger people's lives because we have elderly people, kids. Lots of kids. Uh, uh, groups, families. Yeah. You know, I saw people having a picnic out on the out in the museum. On the side of Central. Yeah, yeah. on the ground side. It was great. Yeah, um, down at the Bouquets Unlimited. Diane down oh, there. Oh, Diana's been. Has, uh, no, 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 no. In Craig. Underwood Flowers. Underwood. Oh, that. Boy, that was, that was a big one. Sorry, sorry Diane. Sorry, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Underwood Flowers. And, and and there is an example. So <coughs> awesome. It, it was, it's so awesome when you drove by there they were giving away roses one night and then they started and they had the a, fire pit and they were giving out roses they were doing um marshmallows and yeah. s'mores and they were having so much fun it made you want to stop there oh i did stop that pretty yeah, often yeah it, it you wanted to stop there and just see what they were doing and how they were doing it and uh it was you know on farther down the road you know people lo- alongside uh, the emerson was it is it the Emerson building? Used to be McCormick Junior High. It's, yeah, it, there was groups there that were on both sides of the street, um, where uh, Starbucks is, and then there's a bank right across the street. There were people in that parking lot. Yeah, uh, most there were all the little groups. Yeah, um, most every parking lot um, where the beach. Uh, Beach Please and uh, the Dent Company. Yeah. And the Dent Company used typically fairly, because he has to be careful with his parking, but yeah. he he was at, he actually was one who posted on the Facebook page, hey, please come and yeah. hang out in the parking lot. And there were typically, the, did you notice that that was often a Tri-5 Chevy hangout? It seemed like it was. There was a lot of Tri-5 Chevys there. And, and uh, the parking lot in front of the Supreme Court on Central, that was always always full of the 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 Chevy Club. Yeah, uh, the those guys would park over there a lot of times in their little own little group, and uh, so I think there's a lot of places to park. I don't think we need to get too worried about having a place to get together and socialize. That brings up another thing we really stressed was at that point in time, social distancing, because there were no regulations. There were no mask mandate. There was nothing that kept people from just going out and, you know, and, and uh, can, can, you know, getting together with a, a people you don't know. And so we yeah. asked people to try to social distance the best you can. And I think they did a pretty good I job. I think they did a pretty good job. And again, we were outside. Mm-hmm. We were having community gatherings with cars outside. Um, and people very much stayed in their bubbles they did. on the whole. Um, I, it just, I, and you didn't see, you didn't, we, we, we didn't suddenly become the subject of uh, a right. news flash that we were a super spreader of right, or right. whatever. Right. We did get accused of being a, a, a protest, though. We did the, get accused of being a protest. The, that was pretty amusing. The local TV station misconstrued what we were doing is that the word misconstrued yes indeed misconstrued misconstrued what we're doing and they they uh, they did a piece on it and called it a peaceful protest well it was peaceful but we weren't protesting we weren't protesting i think we were celebrating we were celebrating cheyenneites we were celebrating getting together cruising the strip and you the thing that's so cool about it nick is it didn't matter if you had an old beat up fiat or yes. an old beat up Rambler, or you know, <laughs> a brand new Cadillac, or um, you know, or a '55 Chevy, or a '32 Ford Coupe, or a Chevelle, or, or a, a Ranchero, or a Ranchero, or a big giant Buick <laughs> with a, a herd of kids in it. Yeah, it, it, it really didn't. <laughs> Literally a herd of kids. It really did not matter. 
A Prius. Jeeps. I mean, we did Prius. laugh at the Priuses. We did kind of nudge each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Prius. Yeah. But, but, I mean, that's what you do anyway. Right, right. That was that was the fun thing about it. Is they and you had to corral it. all the Raptors in the corner, because as soon as Ford Raptors see Priuses, they, they want to drive over them. They want to drive over them. Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> let's go there. How many how many, how many many four-wheel drive trucks? The Jeep Club. The, the, the Jeep bu- Club. The VW Club. Oh. The, the Old Oak Spokes. The Cheyenne Chevys car club yeah um all of those clubs. well and then the one that we did leave out of the uh kids with all their um all their um asian cars yeah uh, we saw some really really rare jdm nissans and right. really interesting hondas acuras um the, the one kid who i i don't know if you looked at the the computer system he had on his patsy he was dialing in fuel he was i it's just wicked that. to see that. It was I, so cool. And I did a I did a video on that. So if you go back and search, you can find that car, that 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 video. And uh, those guys they wanted they wanted to show, share their cars. They did, and it was great, and it mm-hmm. and it was really fun. They, I saw zero animosity. I mean, I saw zero animosity too. And I'm joking about the Raptors yeah. and the Priuses. I, I did have a few people though that kind of st- when I'd come up to them, I'd say, hey, it's me. It's Doug with Cheyenne Cruise Nights. I'm here to video your car. And they're like, uh, who? Who are you? You're doing what? Is this live? Well, you know, it was live. It was live. And so I did learn that you need to ask them if it's okay. First. Yep. And then once, once most people that have a car want to talk about it absolutely they want to tell you how they got it what they did to it how long they worked on it uh the the turquoise 57 chevy yeah 30 years building that car and he's such a lovely guy and he always or would always park next door very close to that other lovely couple with that early uh 50s bug with the volkswagen that is an original it's an original but that they bought in germany yep when he was posted there right yep they bought it in germany they've had it forever yep um and they and it's really really immaculate it's a nice car and they drive it every day and they yeah (laughs) i don't know if they drive it in the winter but i haven't seen it in the winter but i used to see it all the time see it all the time and And they're a couple yeah and they're just lovely and they they came down with their picnic uh chairs and yeah They'd sit beside their, yeah. their their beloved Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah, and then we got the Chrysler Group and the the Chargers and Challengers and yeah, GTX I, and Roadrunners and you name it. It was virtually a who's who of cars. Yeah, any kind of car you want. What's some of the odd ones? The one with the headlights that turns. The well, I don't remember what it is. It's it's a, a European car of some kind that's kind of oh the citroen the citroen yeah yeah there was a citroen yeah. ds down there absolutely that yeah. was a and he drove it he it ran it it was in oh it was in condition. lovely condition yeah so it's, uh, did you ever look at the braking system on that uh, he showed me everything he inboard disc brake yeah it's yeah. a it's a fascinating car the citroen they are if you love cars even if you don't have a, a cool car you you got to come down. Well, you got to come down and walk around and look at the cars, or just sit on the corner in your lawn chair and watch them go by. Most uh, our our photographer Debbie, she just she took. If you look on our Facebook page, there's pictures of just plain old everyday sedans. Yep. Big smile on the face of the person driving it. Somehow yep. she's always able to get their face in the picture that's one of the things that her, the, the way she would catch the rays of the sun coming right. through the capital or the right. the delight of a kid's face right. I, I remember there's one of a 
I want to say it was a Camaro coming down central and she took a picture crossing with the, the Camaro's not in focus, but what is in focus is this little boy with the biggest yeah. grin on his face. Exactly. And, <laughs> she went, and I asked her, I said, why did you put that picture in? She goes, well, that's the way I planned the picture. Yeah. She's got a decent camera. She can oh, do that. Oh, she's got an amazing camera, so, yeah. So she, you know, a lot of times when you see one that's a little bit blurry, it's because she made it that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's an intentional thing. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes she doesn't focus on the car. She's focusing on the people. The people, And yeah. let's face it, the cars are cool. Yeah. They are. I mean, they're, they're, it's cruising. Yeah. But the people. The most The people fun. we got to be. I mean, like when uh, Myrna came up from Four Cars, our lovely yeah. car hop lady. Yeah, she was, she was so happy. I've never seen anybody grin. I bet she had a grin for weeks. Oh, it was awesome. It the was very so first cool. car she got to ride in was a 32 Coupe. Hot rod. Yeah. I mean, a beautiful, beautiful uh, car. Joe, I believe. Yeah. And his, uh, Joe, Joe and his daughter came out. One right. had the truck, one had the coupe. Right. And the, the, his daughter was just so lovely with right. her. And it was, it was great. Yeah. And it was just, um, you know, the kids. One of the one of my favorite parts is doing videos is not so much just doing the cars, but just walking along the sidewalk and talking to people. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and getting there, you know, hey, what are you doing? Oh, we're here out here looking at the cars. I'll say, what? What kind of cars do you like? You know, and I try to converse with them, and and uh, it was really fun to do that. And Debbie would usually follow me around, and she'd be taking pictures of them. Yep. And it's just, it was such a team effort, and we didn't even try. No, it it, it just happened, and again, yeah. I think that's why it's successful. And uh, again, that will be the intention to sustain this. That's what it is throughout, and and that's why we're doing this. Why we're talking about this today. It's why we're getting things out on Facebook. Um, I want this to sustain because it's so good for the community. It is. It's the best thing that's gone on and shine in a long time. I think. Um, you know, I, I yeah, it's right up there with Friday nights on the plaza, which again is, it was yeah. a, it was a fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump to the phones. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Oh hi, Dick. This is Micah and Cheyenne. Hello, Micah. Um, I've got a couple of things. Number one, now that it is springtime. Is there anything that you would recommend for us to do under the hood that should be just basic maintenance? There are special little ingredients that you can supposedly add to your gas tank that improves gas mileage and everything. Are those things a sham or are they really effective? The snake oil. They're not. So where they are important is if it is a particularly older vehicles but any vehicle that's going to be parked for any length of time and when i say length of time months uh with our not terribly high quality ethanol based gases there are some fuel stabilizers that stop that breaking down um and that's i that could be a very good thing to use i recommend it on um, many of the power sports uh, units that I sell that are parked for several months over the winter because if that's ignored they can break down within the fuel system and cause damage and cause problems so though they the the fuel stabilizers for a certain period of time when a vehicle is parked are a good thing otherwise in my opinion 99% of that stuff is well if it's saying it's gonna get you better gas mileage uh, it's going to if it does, and I'm that's a huge capitalized if. Um, you're probably going to have to drive a million miles before you pay for that bottle. 
Hmm. Okay. So I mean that just just my opinion. I think we actually I think we lost Mike. I think we did. I think we did lose her. Well, as far as coming out of winter into spring, things that it, it so this depends. Have you been driving the car? Have you not been driving the car? If you haven't been driving the car, um, things to always look at, particularly if the battery hasn't been on a battery tender. Taking a look at battery posts, making sure it hasn't grown nasty green, crusty things because that will cause battery failure it will also cause battery cable failure now in the old days a battery cable back in the days of doug at walton motors a battery cable was a single cable that went to a single thing right in the year 2021 and actually now for probably 15 plus years a battery cable can often be three or four strands or wires or heavy duty cables all going to different places all in one harness and if that is ignored and that corrosion creeps from the terminal down into that cable and that cable has to be replaced that repair bill can be several and i mean several hundred dollars yeah that's true i always like you know in the spring I always like to get my cars out and just give them a really, really good bath. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, under the wheel wells, under, underneath, you know, look for leaks, look for, you know, see if the tires are weather checked. There's there's a lot of things you can look at just, you know, just to look it over. Make sure all the fluids are good. Yeah. You know, if the oil hadn't been changed in a while, change the oil. Winter is really hard on cars. It is. And especially the body. Uh, the newer cars aren't so bad because they have so much plastic shrouding and covering but uh, some of the older cars are man they're so susceptible to dirt getting up in there and a little rust spot yeah. starting that you you know just uh, a really just a really good bath at a pressure car wash you, you know you can't get that good bath driving through the drive-in one you get a great car wash there right and i do it all the time but you need to get down in the nooks and crannies and that's always stuff i always try to do on mine yep absolutely yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, and again, fluids. The other thing is when you back the car out, particularly if you haven't driven it much, or even if you have, look at the floor that you just backed away from. Yeah. If you see any kind of mark on the ground, be concerned. Yeah. The, there is a problem if there's a mark, so just be aware of yeah. it. And then if and if everything looks good, and it, you, you give it a good bath, then take it out on the highway. Yeah. And just my dad used to call it blowing the cobs out of it. The new cars don't need that so much, but they do. In yeah. a way. They've been you've been putzing around town, back and oh. forth to work, you know, just driving just getting it just getting it warm enough to warm up. Particularly direct yeah. injection gasoline yeah. engines. They have had yeah. carb, they have had carbon build up issues. That is yeah. actually quite a big problem. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back here on AM six fifty, K G A B. When it comes to serving you, our motor never quits. And when it comes to getting you the part you need when you need it, with next day delivery or same day pickup, our motor never quits. And when it comes to making a difference in our local communities by hosting fundraisers and food drives, our motor never quits. And when it comes to telling you our motor never quits, yep, you guessed it, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same day pickup and next day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only.
Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gab on AM650 KGAB. Uh, talking again about cruise nights, but one of the things that, that happened with cruise nights and one of the fun posts we get on Cruise Nights Facebook page regularly um, is comments with, I'm getting my ready. Yeah. I'm almost there with my blah, blah, blah. It's going to be there by week, blah, blah, blah. I, yeah. And we're seeing it at the shop level at Midas. We've been doing a lot of restoration, help with restoration projects. Yeah. I'm taking a ton of calls offline about those. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we, and again, we, we went through this a little bit earlier, but we've been doing this a long time in this town. Right. We thought we knew the cars. I cannot believe how many cars. <laughs> oh, oh, are you from Cheyenne? Yeah. Well, how long have you had this car? Well, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Well, we don't get it out too much. Um, because we didn't have a reason to. We did. And didn't. now we do. And that was the, because they'd say we didn't get we didn't get it out much because we didn't have a reason to. That old uh, Chevy pickup, I think it was a mid-60s Chevy pickup. Just an old patina, old truck with a... Oh, yeah. But they got it running. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to the bottom of the hour news. We'll be right back. Services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Else encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and Nomex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. A Your day weather forecast is brought to you. May see a slight uptick in winds throughout the day across southeastern Wyoming. Otherwise, we'll have sunny skies and beautiful early spring weather. Temperatures will be a degree or two either way of 60. Tonight, going to be fair, clear, light winds and lows in the upper 20s, low 30s. For Sunday, we'll crank it up to the lower and mid-60s, keeping the sunshine low Sunday night near 30. I'm day weather meteorologist on Watzel. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. 
We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. And 650 KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Car Gab with Doug Arnold talking some cruise nights, talking cruising cars, just talking cars in general. Uh, we're asked to cover a little bit of maintenance stuff. If you do have a question, a or just want to come and join us, we'd be happy to hear from you. 632 6500. Our second line is 632 3323. For those listening out of the area on KGAB.com, 188 503 6500. So we, I interrupted you because the bottom of the hour break. But do you remember where you were, where you were headed with your thoughts there, or the, the, is, is that gone? That's gone. It's gone. All right. My thoughts are elsewhere now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on Facebook and I, I follow a few websites, a few Facebook pages. Yeah. And so I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit here. I've, I follow the Wyoming Intermountain Speedway. Facebook page, which is the new name the, of the, the old new name of the of Big Country Speedway, right? 
It the was old a, new name, right. Right. <laughs> and so I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Mike. Mike Ward. He, Him and uh, another guy by the name of Dean Witch are, along with uh, the uh, people that have control of that track right now, Perry and Kathy from from Doug's Towing. Doug's Towing. Yep. They're they're on a run right now trying to bring that track back. And you know, I I don't want to get too involved in it because I don't know a lot about it, but all I want to say is that kudos to those people. That track has been in Cheyenne since the 40s, late well, I 40s. Think my understanding is it's now one of the oldest surviving in the country. I believe it is one of the oldest surviving tracks. And uh, so they had a meeting Friday night, this last Friday night, and a bunch of the old cronies came. came. Well, when I say old cronies, guys my age, you. I mean. Yeah. But there were guys <laughs> older than that. Yeah. Some big names from out there that used to race out there years and years ago. And, you know, I kind of grew up at that track. Yeah. You know, if I cruised the strip and went to the races, and, you know, we, we spent a lot of time out there at that track. So it wouldn't be. I just didn't think it would be fair for me not to mention that they're they're doing their best to try to bring that track back compl- to where it was a f- maybe in the eighties, where it was, or even the early nineties. Right. I remember going out there when I was working holidays, mid nineties. Yeah, and the superstock class. They, I mean, there were thirty, 30 plus. 30. Cars. 30 plus cars we i was involved in a late model a late model race car out there and i can remember there being 20 or 20 oh yeah absolutely but i also remember even earlier when i was a kid in the a class which is the v8 stock body class yep there might be 30 30 in each class they had four classes there might be 30 cars in each class and that little bitty grandstands is that they that they have out there they used to sell it out yeah there would be people up on the side of the hill on lawn chairs and across the way on lawn chairs mike mike actually lived across from the track he uh-huh. grew up with a track in his backyard so um, anyway i don't know if mike listens he he's one of my facebook friends and i did post that i was going to be on so just want to give him a shout out and tell yeah. him good good job and i, I wish him all the luck in the world absolutely place coming back. it would be tragic to that and it's gone it. through a, a a lot of uh different hands over the it last has. 10 15 years it some has. who took uh, advantage of it yep and some that just made it you know made it rough um it's always been a tough a tough business out there since about the mid 80s it's it's been tough to keep it running because of how, it, how much it costs and the insurance and everything that it takes and yeah you know, the club uh, wyoming auto racing club has to they they kind of oversee it yeah but uh it's you know it's it's something that if it goes away it'll be a shame just uh it'd just be a shame it would be, be be like if cruise nights went away almost as almost as not quite the same because it's a different genre it's a different genre and it's got but it's uh it's and it's such a historical piece and i'll admit i used to go out there a lot um i lost some interest because of some various things that happened over the years which are all behind us now i hope right right i think that i think that perry and kathy have their the better the good of the track in mind yes indeed and i think that people that are trying to run it are also have the good of the track and good of the sport in mind and let's face it stock car racing as big as nascar is is struggling right now nascar's and in terrible it's, trouble it's it's not doing what it did in the 90s and the 80s no and it's there's a lot of reasons why i don't really know what they all are but it's just it it seems kind of a shame that it's 
that way. But I think part of it, it's kind of they made themselves that way by different rules and different things that happened. But well, of know. course, one of the challenges they have within the classes. Mm-hmm. Let's take the um, you know your standard American sedan with rear wheel drive and a V eight engine. Yeah. How many left? Not many. Not I mean, too many left. Basically, not, not, hardly if you any. were to run a class for that right now, you're going to get maybe one or two Caprices and a whole bunch yeah. of ex-police Crown Vicks. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, you might get some crazy guy who's who's found an Impala sitting in the in the backyard somewhere. Yeah. But on the whole, you're not... They just don't exist. It's hard to find the cars to race like we used to, but, you know, there are cars out there to race. Absolutely, I, I, you know, I've got a couple of guys who are into the stuff uh, out of Midas, uh, mm-hmm. and they've been racing neons and yeah. and things like that. Um, those things are quick, actually. If you look at the times they they're are. turning, they, because they're so little, they can really scoot around that track. They are. They so, are. Hey, I think you better push the button. I better push the I button. Think somebody's on there. Somebody's on that. All right, let's jump to live on. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Third time's a charm. Real quick, talking about bringing things back. This is a uh, favorite request from the K-Gab audience for my buddy Brandon Parks at Geno's Garage in Atlanta, Georgia. He had to, years ago, part with a first-gen 1990 Dodge pickup with a Cummins in it that had the same color scheme as my first-gen Dodge. It's just blue and silver. I do not remember the name of his truck, but I would like everybody to agree that my buddy Brandon is going to get reunited with his first-gen Dodge Cummins. Okay, well, does he have any idea what part of the country it landed in? Somewhere Atlanta or, well, somewhere in uh, Louisiana or maybe Mississippi. Well, you know. Uh, Okay, we don't know the particulars. We're just going to put it out to the universe that... (laughs) Yeah. Brandon and his pickup are going are to gonna get be reunited. reunited. Well, there okay, you go. Now, as a corollary to that, you know, uh, at some point I would like to be re- reunited with my life, but that's a, that's kind of a separate subject. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can all put out an agreement for. But uh, anyway, I just thought I'd do that favor for my buddy because I know what kind of a, an audience we have built over the years. There are uh, lots of people that have all around the country listening to this. That, uh, yeah, I uh, I uh, admire and have a fondness for. So uh, I know I could count on you guys. So all right, for my buddy Brandon. All right, oh, so no blue Brandon. and silver, ninety one. Uh, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Uh, he had he had a really strange uh, name for it, like. A Gwendolivir or something like that, <laughs> Gwendolyn. I'd have to call him and ask. I mean, when I, I'll get the, I'll call him this week. Get the name. Get and the name, and I'll I'll put it out there just in case somebody might might know. Because you know that truck might make it to Wyoming, particularly if it went to Louisiana, because we got a lot of military. Yep. Who end up in Louisiana, then come back to this base. So you never know, skits. Okay, well, it's a, it's a regular cab, first gen Dodge, blue and uh, blue, uh, deep blue with a silver belly band. Two wheel drive, four wheel drive. I, I think she's a two e. Two e. Okay. It, um, I think it's a standard, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Well, let me know the details in the future. All right. Okay. Well, right now we're just kind of put, putting this out this sort I of gotcha. physically. You you got it done. <laughs> As always, flush twice. See ya. 
for those who are listening to that and going, why is that important? Well, you know, there are cars in my past which oh, I regret God. losing. And there's a couple of cars that I think about fairly frequently. Occasionally, I will go searching for them. And occasionally, I actually find a little bit of a record of one. Um, you know, if you have a vehicle that you remember having, you want to see if it's still out there, let us know. Yeah. If you have a vehicle that you are looking for, and it may not be necessarily be a specific vehicle, but it could just be, hey, I want, and I'm going to use this example for a reason i want a laguna blue 67 pontiac gto oh i you want know, one. you never know because that was actually said to me by a good friend a very good friend of mine uh, about four years ago and he'd been trying to find one all around the country and he'd had some he'd had some sadness in his life but he was in a position where he could afford this car and he wanted that car and he found one in Arizona, it got sold underneath him. And he found one in Florida, and it didn't work out. And I'm sitting behind my counter one day at the shop, at the, at the Shire Motorsports, on the, at the old Dunn Avenue shop. And a gentleman who listens to this show, also a very good friend now, um, walked into the shop and said, it's time to sell my GTO. Wow. And I went, oh my goodness. That's this, and it's it's blue, right? And wow, hang on a second. And I literally, I pick up the phone and I call my friend Dave, and I get him in contact with my friend Dave. So it really was Dave and his other brother Dave. Yeah, and they were able to do a deal. Wow, and it was so. Stranger things have been known. So if you're looking for a vehicle, if you want to, you know, that's what this show's about. That's what this car community is about. And yep. we reach a lot further than I realize a lot of the time until I get calls from Newcastle or Sterling or Kansas. This AM650 stick has one heck of a reach. And of course, now on top of that, not only do we have the reach of the terrestrial radio, but we also got internet radio. And I know I'm very fortunate having family who support this show and friends who listen all over the world. So, uh, cool. It's kind of cool. All right. We got calls coming in left, right, and center now. So let's jump to line one. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Are you there? Tech question for you, Nick. Yeah. Um, 04, I'm going through an 04 uh, 4R70E. Okay. Um, with the reusable pan gasket, is that something you actually use, or do you go back with the fiber that's in the kit? I typically, if the reusable one is in good shape and still soft, I would reuse it. The cork ones, I'm not that fond of. That's where I was leaning. The rubber one with the steel core looked Correct. As mine. long as the rubber is still soft. If not, quite honestly, I go and spend the money on the, a new a new OEM one, OEM style. Okay. That's what I was thought you would lean towards. And I hadn't run across the reusables yet, so I wasn't sure what kind of quality they were versus... They, they've been good. If you look at the surface of them, it's not a flat rubber. It's a, it's kind of got lots of little fingers in it. Yeah. 
and those when you when you tighten it onto the uh, pan rail they've spread out and seal in multiple places as long as that rubber's still soft that's going to work really 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 well it's very rare that you see those leak unless they've been messed with or they've got really old do you do the old method do you still have to tap down the holes in the pan so they're or do they crash very bad like the old course? Some of them do, some of them don't. I always take a good look at it, take a straight edge along them. That'll tell you real quick. Um, so the, 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 that's, that's again, it's really like all these things, the inspection. And then, of course, the biggest piece of this, with whatever gasket you're using, anytime you're mating two metal surfaces with a gasket between, between your best friend is care and a torque I wrench. Know, really. Stupid. So See, the torque wrench is going to be absolutely. Oh, we all come together. Oh, there's all kinds of things going on here. The torque wrench is going to be absolutely the best thing for you. So that's the way I would go, okay? All right. Thank you very much, Nick. You have a good weekend. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Best of luck. Alrighty, let's jump over to line one. Oh, sorry, line two. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Hello, are you there? Hi. Hi, how are you? Alright. Uh, I'm a member of the Classic Chevys Club, and I just wanted to thank you guys for the last uh, uh, show last year when we had our uh, 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 toy run down in the parking lot. Yep. I I, I'm actually the uh, red Mustang that's on the picture, you know, uh, the 64 and a half Ford Mustang that's on the picture that you have pictured for the cruise nights and stuff like that. And I get a lot of crap from the classic uh, Chevy guys because I have a Ford Mustang. But, I, I, uh, you, you're uh, a man after my own heart. I got your back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, I thought this uh, cruise of the strip I did it a few times last year really uh, gave uh, uh, a chance for people to bring their cars out uh, because we couldn't have a lot of the McDonald's shows and uh, and some of the other car shows that we normally had last year and stuff like that and it really uh, was an exciting event and it uh, um, just just seeing the people out and and, uh, and the crowds of people that just came out to enjoy watch seeing the cars and everything it it really uh, was a special event and stuff and uh, I think uh, changing this uh, um, route that they want to change it to would uh, uh, ruin it ruin a lot of uh, uh, fundraisers and uh, just kind of harm I, I I accept that entirely. Again, the reason for the post was to get input from people who were passionate about it. And believe me, Doug and I understand the passion more than anybody because we gave up a lot of hours last year and couldn't be more happy to do it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to see it change. What I do want to see is that we work with everybody, everybody together to make sure, sure this sustains. Because if there's one thing I've learned, if we just try and take everything on head to, head on, um, it's not going to be good for anybody. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, it's kind of a shame that uh, 
a couple of bad apples, like you said in the past. Uh, I'm ruining it for Right. And, and one of the things about the Bad Apples guys is most of the time they were coming out after we'd all left. And the fact is those Bad Apples weren't part of Cruise Nights anyway. They would be there whether Cruise Nights existed or not. Yeah, we were, we, were at, we were just talking about that right, yeah. be, right before you came on is we were talking about how the, some of the problems were after after 9.30 or 10 o'clock and most of us were home for a while by that time. So uh, anyway, you, you really have a great car. I'm looking at the photo right now. <laughs> I, I did a, didn't I do a, I did a couple of videos on that, that car too, didn't I? I think I did. Yes, you sure did. Yeah, well, yeah. that's a great car. And, yeah, it's, and, uh, it was always so encouraging and so inclusive, and, and it was so exciting to always see you and, and Debbie out there taking, you know, yeah. Debbie taking pictures and everything, and, and it just made it so exciting for yeah. everybody. You don't have no idea how much fun it was uh, for it, us. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, fun. Yeah, we, we enjoyed it. And I'll tell you, I want to make sure you guys understand the route isn't necessarily the issue here. And really the parking lot is not the issue here. I think we just have to we have to be good stewards of this cruise night thing. We and and what I mean by that is that we have to take care of what we have and try to keep it what it is and keep it yeah. keep yeah. it keep it on a steady path where you know we don't have a lot of problems and you know what? We didn't have that many problems last year. We did for a little bit but the the Shine Police Department stepped in and helped us make it keep it what it, what we wanted it to be. So I don't want you I don't want you guys to fret that it's going to change and never come back the way it was because I think I don't think there's any way that's going to happen. No, no, it's not. And that wasn't the intention in any shape or form. Yeah. But again, what it was is to make sure people are aware that, uh, and we need everybody to help us police this a little bit. When you see a, a, a somebody being stupid, say something to them. Yeah. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable saying something to them, make sure you let Doug or myself know and we will make sure it is said. Yeah. We're going to try to be a little more visible than we were in the past since we are kind of a little bit, we have a committee now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll hopefully we'll be able to be a little more visible than we were last year. We weren't really sure we wanted to be visible last year because it got so big. We, we were kind of afraid. We were afraid, oh, what's going to happen? I mean, well, this is like that, thousands of cars. That And we wanted to enjoy it. I mean, the yeah. reason this happened was because we love that piece of just like you guys. Uh, yeah. You know, and I talked to uh, somebody, you're both familiar with the course John Arsenaker and he said that's the biggest problem sometimes these things get so successful that you yourself no longer have the fun yeah that's true well we appreciate your input and, and we definitely yeah well are... I just more or less wanted to call and just thank uh, you Doug and then uh, Nick and, and also Debbie Martinez yeah for for making these cruise nights uh, exciting for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Our plan is to keep doing that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> not going to be the change, and we'll keep the charities involved, and we'll make lots of money for our community as well. Really a win-win for everybody. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for you calling. Bet. Really appreciate the call. Take care. You have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a break and be right back to finish up the show here on AM650 KGAB. Your Cheyenne's news and talk station, AM650 KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station.
Dear Vet Ticks, it was nice to spend the night with my daughter and other veterans. It's so humbling to attend an event when you feel appreciated. I had a wonderful time with my family. Thank you for the memories, Vet Ticks. Dear Vet Ticks, thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans. Thank you so much, Vet Ticks. Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert, game, or special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran or a service member. By giving your extra tickets to Vet Ticks, you'll help America's heroes reduce stress, strengthen family bonds, and create a truly happy memory that will last a lifetime. So when you really want to say thank you for your service, give the experience, give the memory. Vet Ticks, give something to those who gave. For more information on how you can make a difference, go to vettix.org. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's one thing you can never have sex without. It's consent. Because sex without it isn't sex. It's rape. It's on us to stop sexual assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. AM650 KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here with Doug Arnold. We got about two minutes left of the show today. I want to thank everybody for calling. I want to thank everybody who's passionate about the cruise nights, passionate about this wonderful community we're in, supporting our restaurants, supporting our charities, uh, doing it while we ride, uh, ride in cars, drive cars, ride motorcycles, got that all mixed up. There was yeah. even a tractor, there was uh, the um, bus. There, there was the bus, there was the. Uh, um, uh, the truck, the big truck. Six by six, whatever, that big army oh, truck. Oh, yeah, the big army truck, yeah, yeah. with uh, a living room in the back. With a living room in the back. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And then, the, I, I, if I remember rightly, I can't remember if it was a Peterbilt or a White, or, but it was an old. Oh, a cab over. Uh, was a cab over. With a, I, if I, had a, I think it probably had a Detroit two stroke in it just from listening to yeah. it because it sounded wonderful. Yeah, that was a cool truck. Those old two stroke Detroits just. Oh, yeah. they sound good. Yeah, they do. That one had good exhaust on it, so it sounded great. Yeah, it sounded great. And uh, and talk about lighting up kids' faces as they watch that drive down Central. There were so many people. That, that made a lot of people's it nights. Did. It did. Doug, I want to thank you. I want to thank Debbie Martinez. I want to thank all the people who came out from all the different charities. Everyone who just came out and had fun. Diane down at Underwood Flowers. I mean, she's a special lady anyway. Underwood. Underwood. Yeah. Underwood Flowers. She's a special lady anyway. Who does a ton for this community in the background. Um, all the people who showed up. We're going to start this again, April 17th. It is going to be Cruise Nights with Cookies. And that is the eating kind. The Girl Scouts are going to be out. We're going to, last year, $4,500 worth of cookies were sold in a little over two hours. Let's see if we can crush that. 
So we'll yeah. have cruise nights, cookies, and crushed cookies. I don't know. Anyway, we'll have fun with it, whatever. And we'll be back next week with Cargab. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. This is a Fox News alert. Final passage along party lines. I'm Pam Puso. Following a marathon session that spanned more than 25 hours, Senate Democrats have approved a sweeping coronavirus relief package. The yeas are 50. The days of 49, the bill as amended is passed. Senator Patrick Leahy. The measure provides $1,400 stimulus checks to individuals earning less than $75,000 a year and extends enhanced unemployment benefits through early September. Unlike the House-passed version, there is no increase to the minimum wage. Republicans say the nearly $2 trillion in spending is loaded with non-pandemic partisan priorities. House Democrats will take up the revised legislation next week. Fox's Jared Halpern. The mayor of Austin, Texas, disagrees strongly with the governor's decision to lift the statewide mask mandate. By removing the, the, the mandate, I think we create an ambiguity. There are many people in the state that are hearing that as a message that masking doesn't work, it's not effective, or that we're past uh, concern on the virus. Mayor Steve Adler on Fox's Cavuto Live. Mississippi has also lifted the mandate, and Alabama will do so next month. A full assessment of flood damage in Kentucky could take weeks. So says Governor Andy Bashir, who toured several waterlogged counties in the eastern part of the state, calling Attention it the worst flash flooding he's Radio seen in his lifetime. Senator he also Schumer's promised to seek federal we'll disaster aid. A local newspaper says FEMA officials will arrive on Monday. 